regularly scheduled podcast to bring you yet another self-deprecating fully wasteful but otherwise rad podcast from yet another unknown dude looking for his 15 seconds of fame and glory i bring you welcome to russeltopia okay russ sir i'm done talking now your turn bam are you ready for today's lesson yes peter and listen to your teacher Repeat after me. I won't grow up. I won't grow up. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to school. Just to learn to be a parrot. Just to learn to be a parrot. And recite a silly rule. And recite a silly rule. If growing up means it would be beneath my dignity to climb a tree. I'll never grow up, never grow up, never grow up. Not me. Not far. Not me. Not me! Hey folks, it's time again for another episode of Welcome to Russeltopia, or as I like to call it, therapy. Um, my name is Russell Bolding, I'll be your host for the next half hour or so, or however long I finish talking and whatnot. Um, I've had a few events take place here as I've been trying to work on this thing, and I was kind of rambling on in my last, last attempt at trying to do this thing. Um, don't be surprised if my phone rings shortly here for a, a call. I'm not sure if it's going to happen or not, but you just never know. The interruptions happen all the time. Like, as a matter of fact, just a few minutes ago, or a little while ago, I'm sort of, I pulled myself up in this little studio here because um, I was kind of in the hopes that my stupid, and I do mean stupid, cat would do her business and or actually no okay let me here's let me back back up back up catzilla i'm sure you all remember from the last episode uh catzilla and chester are sort of the studio mascots i guess you could call them well catzilla will not go into her cat box if chester's around and so she kind of has this tendency to go and you know pee or poop wherever she wants to well, I'm sitting here as I'm in my last, the last attempt at recording this episode. Uh, I had to look up a, a link to to um, uh, a gentleman by the name of Chris Sos who does his screenwriting method is what he calls the million dollar screenwriting method because and that you can look at, at everything in its entirety. Uh, his website is www.milliondollarscreenwriting.com and when you go to his website, just read the story about how he sort of made his bajillions of dollars and whatnot, um, and what he did was, um, he wrote a screenplay called Firestorm, and I'm sure you all remember Firestorm, because Firestorm was the movie that starred Howie Long, uh, it's about a guy who's a smoke jumper, and he ends up, uh, landing in the, um, in a fire, really big bad forest fire, and at a pretty much about the same time that, uh, these criminal type people show up. Well, anyway, this is back to the cat real quick. Um, Catzilla basically, uh, she has become neurotic. And this is, you know, no thanks to lover boy, Mr. Bohunk. I mean, God. Cat's, or Chester has managed to make Catzilla extremely neurotic. So that's, and it's pathetic because she won't go to the bathroom unless the uh, studio door is closed. But she still won't go do her business. Do her business. Oh, hello. Speak of the devil, say hello. 
This is Catzilla. I'm sure you can't see her, but anyway. If you look on the podcast, you'll see her picture. I think. Had to squirt her with the water bottle because she does not know how to behave. She's evil. Okay, go away, shoo. Go away. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. Anyway, um, so what I was talking about really was, um, at least I don't really remember what I was talking about. I do, well, okay, okay, wait, shoot, I forgot. Yeah, okay, that, there goes my memory, that's, that's the way it usually works. Um, I'm hoping this episode here, because honestly, I got no plan. I'm just kind of throwing the show together, and eventually I will find some sort of rhyme or reason to this. Um, yeah, eventually I'll find some sort of rhyme or reason to it. Um... Let's see here, we're going to tinker around on the screen just a little bit. Okay, let's see. Okay, there we go. Anyway, um, I know you didn't just pee on my chair. I know you didn't. And if you want lovings, you have to go to somebody else because I ain't got no love for you no more. Anyway, um, so what's happened since the last episode? Well... Super Bowl is coming gone, so football season's basically over, thank God. Should be in the next couple of months, we'll be hearing more about baseball. And I'm really looking forward to baseball because I've been missing baseball season. For those of you who like baseball with me, let's you know, give a nice little round of applause for that. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else has happened since the last episode? Oh, yeah, that reminds me. <laughs> Say, that reminds me. Um... <laughs> Um, the the listenership, if you want to call it that, uh, I got 30, as of this recording, or as of this episode, I have gotten 33 people to listen to the show, and that's, I think I might have kind of padded that a little bit myself, not on purpose or anything, just, that's just the way it happens, or something like that anyway, but, uh, but yeah, 33 people. That doesn't sound like a lot of people to you, but to me, that's a lot, because 33 is like, you know, it's the magic number. No, wait, that's three is the magic number. Okay, all right, well, um, and to those of you who did listen, if you're like t- the 29 people or however many people did listen in, God bless you, because you're awesome. You're like my, you know, I'm your biggest fan, and hopefully we'll have a nice long relationship, and you won't, you know, turn off my show, and listen to something like, oh, I don't know, Creative Screenwriting, you know, Podcast, or Smodcast, or anything like that, so hopefully I can keep you around a little while longer. I'll try to entertain you and give you something to laugh at, and, um, and that's what I'm here for, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we call it Welcome to Russeltopia, because it's a great show, and it's a show that, that people can listen to from all walks of life, and maybe not get something out of it, but when you listen to it, um, You'll find it groovy and, and, and spiffy and cool and neato and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the topics I do want to talk about on the show, not necessarily in this episode, it just depends on how much time I have. I want to talk about everything from Save the Cat, which to me is, um, you know, one of the, it's, it was the screenwriting method that got me where I am now, which isn't very far, but, you know, and I guess it usually does help if you actually read the book. Um, I got halfway through it, maybe a little bit past halfway through it, and it wasn't that I gave up on the book, it's just, I'm just a busy son of a and I don't have time to read all the time, um, so I kind of took from the book what I could, and then, you know, um, 
and I, I know enough about it that I can actually sit down and, and more or less turn out some sort of a semblance of a script. I, I do need to learn the basic method, and not, not really a method, but um, uh, the, the elements that make you know interesting and intriguing stories. So we'll we'll see about that. We'll see about that. If anybody has any pointers or you want to tell me how to write, you know, I'd be more than happy to sit there and listen to you. Um, so, anyway, um, so, uh, last week for me was extremely busy. Uh, not only was I trying to get the word out about the show, but also, um, I was just really busy work-wise. Um, I work a lot, and when I do work, it isn't necessarily doing what I really want to do. Uh, for those of you who, are, who do follow Disney's films, um, a little movie by the name of it's just cat selling. Hey, freak! What are you doing over there? Yeah, her head's like jerking back and forth. It's real funny. For those of you who follow Disney movies, including the ones that come on TV, um, there's this little movie that came out this past week entitled High School Musical 3. Senior year. How do I know that? Because if you work in... If you do these kinds of movies, or if you deal with uh, you know, merchandising and... Uh, doing blitz visits, which is basically where you go and you make sure that the store itself has these titles out and stuff. Um, you kind of memorize titles and things like that. And so, anyway, High School Musical 3 came out, and it kind of had a lackluster release. I mean, for those of you who are paying attention, you, didn't you notice that? There was just nothing to it. I mean, it was like, here it is. Here's the movie. And um, I'm guessing a few people watched it. A little here and there. Hang on, I'm trying to check this out here. Just trying to give you guys the best uh, sounding... There we go, that sounds better, doesn't it? Okay, well anyway, so I just... I don't know. I, um, I'm only curious about it because I just want to... I just want to see what it's all about. And it doesn't mean I'm going to buy the movie. doesn't mean I care that much about it. I'm just curious. And there I go rambling on and on and on again. Uh, let's see. So I did that. And I had a whole bunch of other visits that I really... Just, or, or uh, different work projects for merchandising that I had to do that I really didn't care that much for. It's okay. It's okay. Um, anyway, let's see. What else have we heard in the news lately? Um, as you all know, the um, octuplet mother, the woman who has like all them kids, girlfriend needs to zip that thing up, you know what I'm saying? Put that chastity belt on there or something. Do some of that mess. I don't know. But I just, I, I just, I ain't believing this. Well, anyway, I was looking at one of the tabloids, like the or the little rag mags or or something like like People or an Us magazine, and they showed a picture of her, and she looks so much like Angelina Jolie. It's just, it just ain't even funny. And I think it's sad and pathetic. And uh, to have that many kids and not have any money to take care of them, and I know that this woman wants to be like. Angelina, I mean, you can tell by the way she looks and by the, you know, she just, ugh, just makes me wonder. Makes me wonder what, and uh, from what I understand, some people, somebody said that she has, like, some mental issues, too, which I can totally relate to. Um, yeah, it's, it's really sad. So, like I said, girlfriend, zip that thing up, and then you ain't got to worry about no kids, all right? End of story. Uh, what else is in the news? A-Rod. Yeah, let's talk about him for just a split second. Um... Mr. A-Rod, Mr. Baseball, Mr. 
perhaps Madonna's Playboy, um, they tested him for steroids just recently, and I, like you didn't know, Mr. Bohunk was on steroids, my god, it's just pathetic, just pathetic, that's how I feel about that, I just wanted to share my point of view with you, point of view, point of, yeah, that thing, what, it's like a view, and like you're pointing, yeah, that thing, and I wanted to share that with you, about Mr., Mr. A-Rod. Axelrod, that's right, yeah, that's his name, Mr. Axelrod, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, well, let's see here, <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting that point again where I'm like, oh, what do we talk about, so, um, watched a movie last night I hadn't seen in a while, I had never seen it before, but I'd heard about it when it had first come out, it's a little movie called, um, oh wait, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, it's called State in Maine, and it's basically about a film crew that's shooting in a small uh, Vermont town because the other town that they were trying to shoot their movie in, basically they got kicked out of the of the city or kicked out of town. And they find this other home, oh, this is sort of a hometown, and discover that um, they well the movie that they're making is called The Old Mill. And when they get there, they think you know they've been they've received all these this information saying that. Um, the old mill is there and when they get there they discover it burned down years and years and years earlier and the writer played by Philip Seymour Hoffman has to go back and rewrite his story and basically change the title and all that rigmarole so anyway um, yeah but it was an alright movie I didn't mind it too much yeah, it wasn't it didn't suck too badly so there okay um a little bit more news here. I want to talk a little bit more about the movie news and stuff. Um, I found out that Disney and a little company, maybe you heard of them, called DreamWorks, are getting into bed together. And Disney, if once the deal goes through, Disney will be releasing, or they'll be distributing... Um, ew, I think the cat puked on my Apple remote. Disgusting. Anyway, I think that Disney will be distributing Pixar movies... Or Pixar, jeez. Take a deep breath, Russell. You can do this. Um, Disney will be distributing DreamWorks pictures. And I think that's groovy because, you know, as I was going to say in my other episode, that, um, oh, my chances as far as trying to get this script sold, I think, have, will be doubling. They'll be increasing because I can take, um, I think that kind of helps my chances. Possibly of selling the screenplay, which I think would be wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean that would be great. Anyone who could sell a screenplay must be kicking ass somewhere. Um, and then let's talk a little bit here about, um, and I do want to talk about uh, how to conquer planet Earth in, in uh, five easy steps. And also, uh, one thing that I noticed, and, and I, I want you to hear a little bit of something here. I've got a got a couple little doohickeys here. I want to play for you. Um, one of these is, uh, I was trying to think about who I wanted to play the parts. If I were going to be a casting director, who I would choose for these different parts. For my character, her name is Miss Callie. She's like a 70-something-something-year-old lady who she didn't have any, never had any kids, and she's pretty much all on her own except for her stupid, nasty, mangy, ugly, disgusting-looking cat that she calls um, Sticks. Not S-T-I-C-K-S, but Sticks, as in like the river, you know, the river Sticks. And so I kept thinking who, I mean, all along I, I've known who I wanted to play, who I wanted to play the part all along. Does that make sense? Um, but, 
as I've thought about it, I, I know exactly who I want to play this part. And I want you to listen to this real quick and tell me if you agree. And if you hear this voice, maybe you can picture this old lady in your mind. Um, I think that the actress would have to wear, you know, pretty extensive, um, hello again, Catzilla is here again. Say hello. No, she's not going to talk to you. She's shy. Um, anyway, I think that, um, with the right kind of old age makeup, I think that this actress would do really well in the part. So here it is. Uh, take a listen to this and tell me what you think. Thank you for calling us with T-Tony and I may help you. I just picked up my 92 Accord from your lot, and there is a huge turd in the back seat. A huge turd? Yes. And there's there's what in the back seat? A, a turd. A piece of shit. A big-ass human turd in the back seat of my car. Ma'am, I assure you, our guys did not take a dump in your car. If you want to, bring that car back, and we'll take a look at it. You Oh, you want to take a look at it? My car is fine. It's that big-ass turd in the back seat. Okay, what that would you like me to do? I t okay, how about I go to your house and pitch a loaf on your couch? How about that? Ma'am, huh? what would you like me to do to fix the situation? I want somebody to come over here, get this turd out my back seat, That's clean not gonna my happen. car. What do you mean? All right, for those of you who don't know who she is, that is the lovely, wonderful uh, Wanda Sykes. She stars on a show called The New Adventures of Old Christine. or the Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The New Adventures of Old Christine, she plays Barb, and she's just funny, just hilarious. Um, okay, that's, that's taken care of. My other character that I keep trying to wonder who, uh, who should play his part, uh, he's the main bad guy in the movie, and uh, he's a shapeshifter. But for those of you who watched the Super Bowl recently, you will have seen the commercial, and if you are paying attention now, I'm sure the commercial is still playing. Uh, the commercial is for a website called Hulu.com. For those of you who don't know who, who or what Hulu is, basically it's a channel where you can catch like all kinds of TV shows. I mean, old new, old shows, new shows, and this commercial dealt with um, basically an alien race that is. Using TV to gelatinize our brains. Um, here, have a listen. Hello, Earth. I'm Alec Baldwin, TV star. You know, they say TV will rot your brain. That's absurd. TV only softens the brain like a ripe banana to take it all the way. We've created Hulu. Hulu beams TV directly to your portable computing devices giving you more of the cerebral gelatinizing shows you want anytime, anywhere, for free. I only act out because I want your love. <laughs> mushy mush. <laughs> and the best part is there's nothing you can do to stop it. I mean, what are you going to do, turn off your TV and your computer? <laughs> Once your brains are reduced to a cottage cheese-like mush, we'll scoop them out with a melon baller and gobble them right on up. Oops. I think I'm drooling a little. Because we're aliens. And that's how we roll. Alright, for those of you who are wondering who that guy was, and you can't miss that voice, seriously. This And this is one of the guys who played in um, Staten, Maine, uh, in the movie I had just recently watched. Um, Alec Baldwin is who that was. One of the Baldwin brothers. And uh, that, he just does such a great job in that commercial. And he's just, he's... Nice and plump and nice and, and big enough that, and, and I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. If you watch him in State and Maine, you'll notice he's still kind of kind of thin, kind of slim. But you 
you see him in this commercial and he's kind of and if you watch him on 30 rock you can also see he's he's a pretty pretty big fella you know what i mean pretty big old fella so and i just picture him just watching the commercial and watching how he acts it just i can just see him in that part and see him in playing the, the bad guy his name is seth grobe and those of you out there take you know taking notes and stuff his the name is spelled g-r-o-l-b so uh anyway um just ignore that that sound a little because <laughs> that's the cat licking her empty plate she, she's telling me she's hungry so i have to go feed her shortly after the show um but anyway um i just think that alec would be a great addition to the movie you know if we, if we could afford him or whoever the studio is that's making the movie if they could afford him i think he'd be perfect for the part Alrighty, um, I'm gonna try something here. I'm gonna see how how bad this. Could, you see how how I segue from one point or one moment to the next. I'm just a segueing fool. Um, uh, 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 uh. There we go. That's a little squirt there and make her stop doing that because that's just really annoying. Um, okay, let's see here. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm going to try to do this and see if this is going to work. If it works, great, fantastic. If it doesn't work, eh, you know, that's fine too. Um, I'm going to try to make a phone call using Skype. And we're going to see if this is going to work. If it doesn't work, that's you know, fantastic and wonderful and stuff. And if it does, that's great and wonderful fantastic too. So anyway, um, this is like the new addition to the show, I think. If we can get, and I'm really nervous about this because I'm not used to doing this kind of thing. But we're going to see if this is going to work. If it works, okay, you heard that part. Okay, uh, here goes the new uh, introduction of the section of the part that I'm going to do. So here it goes. Russ, you're such a dumbass. Hey, Russeltopians, Russ has decided not to do that Skype call thing. Dang, Russ, dude, it's too bad you're such a chicken shit. You know, I'm sure there are people out there that would love to be interviewed by you. Maybe you can give it another try next time. Ha 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 chicken well thank you very much there mr podcast announcer guy um if you're listening to this part of the podcast um i sort of made up my mind or changed my mind about doing the phone call thing at least on this this episode um i'm still you could probably say i'm still trying to get up the nerve to try to even try doing that the phone call thing but um um you know, if anybody, you know, if anybody wants to hear the phone call interview thing, you know, let me know, and I'll, I'll look into it a little bit more soon. Just not right now. I'm, I'm really like, oh god, I sound like I'm making, making really big whiny people excuses. I, what I do want to talk about in this, uh, this recording right here is basically post Oscar uh, humus. I guess that's probably the word I might use. Um, I want to kind of voice a few of my opinions on what I thought. Um, not that anybody really gives a rat's ass, but um, this is what I kind of feel. Um, the whole Slumdog Millionaire thing—I don't know. Listening or watching the Oscars, you know, like I do every year. Um, I, I don't know. You know, you start hearing the the hype, and you hear people talk about a certain movie, and they all go crazy, going nuts over it, and they just all freak out, and they think it's just so great and wonderful. And there's always one. There's always that one movie. Like this year, it was you know Slumdog. A few years ago, it was Crash. Um, you know, I think Traffic was was happened like one uh, for one year. Everyone was crazy over that one. You know, Titanic. Everybody was crazy for that one that year. Um, 
I don't know. I, I haven't seen Slumdog yet. I'm one of the, what, like, five billion who haven't seen it yet. But I don't know. I, m my verdict is out on that one. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the storyline is. I don't know what the plot is about that one. And more than likely, I probably won't. Not unless the movie's shown to me for free and I can get someone else to sit down with me. I'm not going to watch that one by myself. I just don't really want to sit down and watch something like that one by myself. Does that make sense? I hope so. If it doesn't, I apologize. The Robberies of the Night. That's like what I like to call the Robberies of the Night. Um, I was extremely disappointed. I'm really kind of irritated that um, uh, Mickey Rourke didn't win. Robert Downey Jr. didn't win. That one really really pissed me off. Yes, I know. Heath Ledger's dead. I'm sorry, you know, for his family, and I'm sorry for their loss. But, you know, I, I guess if you look at, at it from one coin, or one point of view, you know, Heath will never, ever be able to play in any other part that will give him the opportunity to have the chance to win an Oscar. So, him winning, that's great. I'm happy for him. Um, and I know that RDJ will have plenty of chances from now till until the day he dies to um, to win an Oscar. But for that part, it would have been really cool. And I just, in a way, I guess I can kind of look at it too as Tropic Thunder was his karate kid. You look at Pat Morita, he was, uh, you know, God rest his soul. He was nominated for an Oscar when he did the karate kid. And then... Um, you know, as fate would have it, I don't know who won that year in '84, but um, you know, sadly he didn't win. I think he should have won for that one as Mr. Miyagi. I think that was a great one of his best roles, and the only, pretty much the one role that he was he's been pigeonholed for, and that's what everybody knows him as. He's not Pat Morita, he's Mr. Miyagi. But I just think that the role of Kirk Lazarus, you know, and uh, Lincoln Osiris was was and probably will be one of Robert Downey Jr.'s best roles. It just really, really disappoints me, that's all. I think that he should have won, and I think he did a good enough job in that part that he should have won. You know, that's just my opinion, just what I think. Um, a lot of the other winners of the night that I was very happy with, I'm really glad that Wally won. Like, I mean, I was a little bit concerned. At first I was thinking that um, Kung Fu Panda was going to win it. Because I heard all kinds of stories. Oh, Kung Fu Panda's going to win. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, obviously that um, that didn't happen. Yay. So, And working for Disney as a merchandiser as I do. Knowing that we have another movie under our belt. Or, you know, it's, it's Pixar. Yeah, we know that. But it's a Disney-Pixar partnership. And, you know, we Disney distributes their movies. And... I'm just really glad that they did that. Wally did win. I, I think that it kind of got robbed in other cup in a couple other categories, but um, I still think that it's great that they did win. Um, right off the top of my head, I can't remember if they won uh, best screenplay or not. I don't think they did. I'm pretty sure that they didn't, um, or that Andrew Stanton didn't win. Um, he'll have plenty of chances. You know, we've got upcoming up this year and then next year is Toy Story 3, which is what I'm looking forward to, and they'll have plenty of chances to win plenty of more Oscars for Best Story, Best Screenplay, etc., etc., so, um, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that. Well, like I said, I've got things I have to do today now, so, um, like I said, we'll do the phone call interview next time, hopefully, uh, I can get that episode out, um, in the next few weeks, um, 
I'm just, I'm a, like I said, I'm a busy dude, man. I got things to do. I got work I got to do. I work for a living, man. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just a busy son of a gun. You know, busy motor scooter. I got, I got things I have to do. So, I'm going to go ahead and close this episode. Um, <laughs> special thanks to Catzilla and Chester for being on the show again this week. Thanks, guys. You really came through for me this week. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, join us next time. We'll have more fun together in, in the land of Russeltopia. Um, hopefully by that time I'll have my outline done and for my screenplay, How to Conquer Planet Earth in Five Easy Steps. And, you know, we'll, um, I'm gonna throw this out there. We're gonna, I'm gonna try to schedule an interview with, or try to see if I can't get a couple of guys on from the, um, Save the Cat Forum. And, you know, we're, like I say, I'm doing this through, um, blah, 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 through Skype. So, if you guys have are listening in and you have Skype, please send me an email. I'd be more than happy to give you a call on Skype. It's cheap. It's free. Free is always good. So, if you want to talk, you want to talk about Save the Cat, you want to talk about the Oscars, whatever, you know, give me a buzz. Um, maybe not on Skype right yet. Just, just send me an email. My email is... Brotherstove at gmail.com. And if you really want to talk to me, that's one way that you can reach me. Um, I only got one comment on the last podcast. I think I mentioned that earlier in the show here. But, um, you know, it's, um, yeah, I hate one comment is better than no comments. Um, so, anyway, I'm going to go now. I'm going to miss you all. Maybe, I think. Um,. Anyway, come back for the next episode soon. Things and stuff. So, yeah, okay. Okay, bye-bye. I'll see you later, guys. Thank you for listening, and I'm out of here. Alrighty, folks. Time to shut off your podcast playing doohickeys and poonannies and find something more productive to do with your time until the gates of Russeltopia swing wide for you again. Rate us on iTunes and please leave comments at russeltopia.podbean.com. This is once again Alex, better known as Podcast Announcer Guy, saying so long everybody. Seacrest out.